What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Habermann Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease and EaseWellness.com. Promo code HAM for 20 bucks off your first delivery. And by MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM and the numeral one. And by SeatGeek. Get the app. Use the promo code HAM for 10 bucks off your first order. Now to the segment. I, I am not missing the night game like that. Do you remember two years ago when Michigan played Penn State? Herb Street took a picture and went kind of viral of the fucking stadium, and they come out to this song with James Franklin leading the guys. I mean, you get chills just watching it. I mean, that place is... What's the song? This, it's like just some pump-up song. I don't even know. Oh, okay. it's, it's just... It's more that everyone's wearing white, the way they come out, and the place just fucking explodes. I do think everyone's kind of been, you know, shitting on Harbaugh's reputation. People think he's way overrated. This is a type moment, the gym that I knew and that I became a fan of, he finds a way to just somehow make this thing happen. And I think what? everyone that follows college football thinks he's got no shot. I hope he does. Now, the last time, remember two years ago, he went there, Saquon Barkley, they, I think Saquon took the first carry like 80 yards. And it was it was a boat race. He got the shit kicked out of him. What would you remember say that? was, it was the, the first? Same deal, whiteout, night game. Yep, I do remember what would you say is the first great Jim Harbaugh moment that like people identify? It'd be the Pete Carroll upset when he was forty-two point underdog. Right. So I heard Jill Klatt say something this week that I hadn't thought of it this way as two Harbaugh rooters here. It was really interesting. He said, "He said I think Michigan plays Michigan punches down. Like if they've got better athletes than you, they play man to man." They, they shove you around at the line of scrimmage. They blitz you. They swarm your quarterback. They want to kick your ass. They want to run the ball down your throat. But the second they're not more talented than you and they can't be the bully, it gets really difficult for them. Like Ohio State and Wisconsin. And I was like, you know what? I hate to say this, but I think he's right. But, guy, what's the difference? Like, what do most least talented teams, like, how do they overcome that? So, like, what would be – if Michigan carried themselves like Boise State, you're saying like they would go into a game where they're not as talented I think he's and try to saying they don't. I think he's saying they don't outcoach anybody. 
Yeah, they they can't outthink you. That's as good as them. And so they're when they when they or, play or somebody better, less or better than, to overcome it or better. Yeah, when they play somebody who who they can intimidate, they can outswag them. But they go into their shell. Now I don't think they go into their shellness. I mean, they've played in some big games. I don't want to make it an oversimplification. They've gotten their ass kicked a lot. The last but time. I was like, you know, well, he's never won a game as a as an underdog guy, and he's been the underdog to like, you know, all the all the Ohio State games. I think some of these Penn State games, some of the bowl games. He's win he's winless guy as a as a as the underdog. Uh, so far, like the bowl games against some of the SEC teams. That's what I'm saying, guy. He needs one of these moments. You agree? If he went in there and did not only bully them, but like do a couple, like whoa, didn't see that one coming, he would come back a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. Harbaugh got a swag back. It'd be, it'd be, it would be huge. Go in there and sh- beat a whiteout. Like everyone wears white, and there's 110,000 people there. And I think Penn State thinks they're a fucking got a national championship team. Now, is that going to bear the reality? I don't know. I'm interested to watch them. If they beat the shit out of Michigan, because is I don't think Michigan's going to win this game, even though I'm rooting for them. But I don't think Michigan is like they're a legitimate top 25 team. They're just probably not as good as like the top 12 teams. But if you put them like against the Boise States and the Arizona States and the other like ranked teams past like 14, that I think they would win the majority of those games. Because isn't there a chance that Wisconsin is just a top six team? And maybe Penn State is too. Yeah. Maybe the Big Ten is just they their might top both three be teams this year Clemson. are unreal. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we talked about ASU and Utah and Oregon, Washington, but that's that's a huge that's a huge game. I want to give you this uh, Elway stat I saw in Sports Center this morning. From 2013 to 2018, John Elway has drafted 48 players in Denver. Not one of them has made the Pro Bowl. They don't count on draft free agent Phil. They Wilson. don't. They don't count on draft free agents. They don't count free agents in That's that tough, stat. Guy. That's tough. Now you could say, "Well, wait a second. He signed Philip. He fi- what was he supposed to do? Overdraft Philip Lindsay?" You'd say, "Well, the last couple years, Bradley Chubb didn't make the, the Pro Bowl last year. I guess he didn't." I'll look, but that's the uh, first things first, or whatever. No. What's the Greenberg Brett, show? Uh, get up. Get up. Bradley Chubb, no Pro Bowl. All rookie team, but no Pro Bowl. Well, you'd go for the three or four years with Peyton. They were drafting what? They were in the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl every year. So it was hard. And he's been terrible the last two or three years. Yeah, there's no – I mean, it's just – I guess whoever the main columnist, not Woody Page, but maybe the next guy. Mike Liss? No. No, he would never take the shot. Someone said he did, Elway should get fired. Cliss probably argue with that guy. Take that back. Uh, it's just sometimes when you go back to your alma mater as a coach, or this is pretty unique. This scenario, this doesn't. This happens way less than the coach going back to his alma mater. That happens way more, right? Than like Peyton Manning's running the Colts or Michael Jordan's running the Bulls. Like that's that doesn't happen very often. Right. What Elway's doing. The chances of it always going to be great were not, we're, we're probably low because he's not the coach. So I would argue his, his one of his biggest issues, he's missed on a ton of picks. There's no way around it. Garrett Bowles is, is a train wreck. 
But his coaching situation, he went when Kubiak got sick, he went to Vance Joseph, who was a debacle, and then he took a shot. And I, I like Vic Fangio. I think Vic Fangio's fine. You know, I, if you gave Vic Fangio some of those Peyton Manning teams, they'd probably be excellent. But he's not. Like there was a reason that he didn't get a head coaching job until he was sixty-five years old, or maybe he's a little younger than that, sixty-two. I just think there's only so much he can do. Like their problem, you watched last night, is not it's offense. Like I, I, their Broncos are tough and they're physical and they're getting pass rush is fine. Their their offense stinks. It's terrible. So Fangio, let's say they fire this guy that he hired from the Niners, Rich Baganananana. Who, who, what's Fangio going to do? He's just going to hire some other guy like that. You're just so dependent on that guy. And in the moment, if they had any, that guy would leave. That, that's where I think the knock, and we've talked a lot about this over the last several weeks, as Robert Sala, like, is he going to get... If I was a decision maker, you were a decision maker, a GM or an owner, that would all, that's always what I'd come back for. Be like, the goal of this whole thing is either we already have the franchise guy here, the quarterback I'm talking, or we're trying to land that guy. Don't I need my coach to be with him? Like, to be able to actually influence him and coach him, not just be like... You know, like the best case scenarios are like Harbaugh and Tomlin, but th- those guys are kind of outliers more than most of like the defensive guy that just gets along with his quarterback. Pete's, I mean, Pete's one of the all-time great coaches. Right. I think most newer defensive coaches we've seen in the last five, six years have not worked out very well. Wilkes and Vance Joseph. But then you start thinking, I, Ron Rivera, I, I named off a lot of good defensive coaches. That run high level teams. You know? Ron Rivera, Jim Har or John Harbaugh, Tomlin, Pete Carroll. I'm not even gonna include Belichick because he's his own little category. But yeah. Mike Z- Mike Zimmer is another good example. So if if you do get the right guy, I think you can win. But that, Sean that would that wouldn't that always be your conversation? Sean McDermott, so fuck. Maybe I'm maybe it works. Maybe maybe we're the crazy ones. Maybe these guys are gonna get jobs. Because I do think you start going around like young and old. I don't know. Sean McDermott's been a pretty big success. Ron Rivera. So if Sean McDermott makes the playoffs again this year, he's made the playoffs two of three years. Well, I I think what it probably tells you is hire who you think is the best candidate, even if he's a defensive coach, but he better be the best candidate. I do think ties go to the offense, and more so, people go into the process looking for the looking for an I need an offensive coach. I like that. Ties go to the offense. So if the guy separates himself like Sean McDermott blows you away, if they do it, Ty goes to the offense. I like that. Uh, are you kind of fired up for Monday Night Football? By the way, we talk about games this weekend. Well, Patriots, yeah, I want to watch the guy. I, uh, hell yeah! I, I think that game we talked about most sweet games on Sunday. Probably the one game we left out beside Monday Night Football. Though, while I'm excited, it's a good tough game for the Jets. Uh, would be Houston at Indy. Would be a game that I'm I'm pretty fired up to watch. Um, uh, what other games? Houston at Indy. Yes, agreed. I like it. Colts getting one point, or excuse Ooh. me, given one point. Indy wins this game. They're four and two. Houston wins this game. They're five and two. Pretty important game for those two teams. Yeah. Like you said, Buffalo's in pretty good shape, and they got Miami this week. Um, so Rams-Falcons does nothing for you. Falcons no. Falcons at 1-5. and five. 
How about uh, Cardinals at the Giants? No. Uh, None of these other games do anything. But Miami at Buffalo, that's terrible. Now, I'll say this about Arizona at Giants. If Arizona goes onto the road to MetLife and wins, guy, they would be 3-3-1. Three, three and one. So we've ripped and talked a lot of shit about these guys. 3-3-1 three, three and one is not terrible. You know... I got it's one. It's literally the definition of average. You're 500 and you have a tie. Could it, could you be any more average at three three and one? No, no, no. <laughs> I got. I, I guess got one the, for you though. I, John Jacksonville's at Cincinnati this week. They have to win that game if they want any have hope. To win. Have to win. Of Nick Foles coming back and taking them to the playoffs. Must win situation, guy. Must win. Yeah. I think it's a little scary situation if you're Jacksonville now. I saw Warren Sharp said this morning, through his first seven games, I guess his he's made what? He started, he came in, he didn't start week one, but Foles got hurt, you know, in like the second quarter of week one. Mm-hmm. So he started every game since. So he's played six and a half games. They have played the number one, if you combine all that schedule, number one passing defenses over that period of time. Wow. The, or the hardest stretch of pass defenses. It now moving forward, Cincinnati and beyond, is the easiest stretch in the league. So Warren was just saying, like, it's actually pretty impressive what he did against the competition. It should get a lot easier. And they do. Like, DJ Charks and D.D. Westbrook are good. So they can throw it. And Flip's going to dial them up. So I, I like I like Jacksonville to make a little run now. You get Jalen Ramsey. You get that elephant out of the room. He, it's not like he'd even been playing for him. He'd been faking a back injury. So it's on, baby. You know what? Wait a second. You're not excited? Is Jalen Ramsey going to go one-on-one with Julio Jones? Uh, Said he hopes to play Sunday. Yeah, who knows? I, I just think they got so many receivers. Maybe, but maybe not. I doubt it. Like, that's never been – Wade Phillips didn't do that in Denver. Now they had more corners. If they're doing that, yeah. But I, Atlanta's an unwatchable team for me. Unwatchable. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.